Let's go. Welcome to Dad Presents, where we pledge allegiance only to family and principle. Now, guys, if you're watching on YouTube or Rumble, I hope you are. The first thing you might be wondering is, why is Matt wearing a backwards hat looking like a 1998 douchebag Limp Biscuit fan? Well, I mean, first of all, Limp Biscuit bumps, and I am a fan. I mean, you don't build a beautiful temple like all this you see before you working out in the garage to Mumford and Sons. I mean, seriously, have you heard their new their new jam, Limp Biscuit? They just put out an album. Have you heard the new jam, Dad Vibes? It's like it was made specifically just for this show. Check out your dad with the swag on the floor. Mama going brag when I walk in the door. Y'all ain't never seen a gorilla in the mist walk the line so fine with a blindfold. It bumps. I like it, man. I dig it. So no apologies for looking like a Limp Biscuit fan. I am one. Don't care. Now, that's not why I'm wearing the hat. I'm wearing a hat and looking like a Limp Biscuit douchebag fan from 1998 because I'm having a good old-fashioned Mexican standoff with the bride. I told her, I told her about five days ago, I'm not washing my hair until she waxes the old Genghis Khan destroyer of men. Because look, um, my wife is beautiful. She's a stunner. You guys who follow on Facebook at the dad presents, you've seen her. She's a stunner, beautiful woman curves for days and she's hygienic. I'm not saying that. And I love her to death, but dude, it's not 1992 anymore. Smells like Harry teen spirit is not playing on the radio. When I'm making love to my wife, I want a pornographic experience. You know, and I don't want some like 1975 vintage Debbie does Dallas stuff. You know, I want, I want 2021 modern day, smooth as a baby. You know, last night I took off her pants and welcome to the jungle came on the radio and started playing like, like theme music for our lives. And uh, literal monkeys started barking at me when I leaned in, (laughs) um, and now I'm getting a divorce. And that's cool. Whatever. We've been married 15 years. This is, this is how married people fight after 15 years. I love her. She's the best. If she divorces me over that rant, hey, so be it. Most likely, I'll just be on the couch. Gives me more time to interact with you people on Facebook. But that's why I'm wearing this hat. I've not washed my hair in five days. And uh, I love you guys. And I don't want to expose you to that nastiness. And I'm wearing it backwards instead of the way regular people wear it, not because I'm a douchebag, but because I got a tiny face. And if I wear it frontwards, I look like a 12-year-old with a goatee. And nobody wants that. Nobody, nobody's friends with the 12-year-old weird smelly kid with the goatee in sixth grade. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but I keep my shit high and tight for my lady. Out of love. You know, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna do that every third day in the shower. That's out of love. That's because I love her. And I want her to, to, to appreciate that and reciprocate. That's all. Enough of that. Um, okay, fellers and fellerettes, in a few minutes, we're going to be spreading love and liberty with musician Ariel Pink. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's one of the most pro- prolific musicians of, of an entire generation. His creativity is off the charts. He's he's like a mad scientist of music. He recorded some of his first stuff in his kitchen using kitchen utensils and a guitar with only three strings. That's true. That's where he recorded his original music that he was discovered by, using kitchen utensils and a guitar with three strings. He's amazing. Um, 
And also, he was canceled this past year, you might remember, canceled because he went to go hear President Trump speak on January 6th in Washington, even though he never got anywhere near the Capitol. Didn't even get close. Still canceled. Label dumped him, been trashed on the internet. It's it's terrible. It's terrible that this is how society is. But he's as unique a dude as anyone I've ever talked to, and you're going to enjoy the conversation immensely. All right, guys. Now, this podcast is brought to you by White House Propaganda, keeping Americans misinformed for decades. And I just want to remind you, one, two, three, four, get your booster. One, two, three, four, get your booster. And that was the new smash hit propaganda single produced by the White House and performed by the 100% heterosexual, don't you question it, acapella group, Pentatonics. They're, I mean, as far as I can tell, they're the manliest, straightest band of all time. And I don't know how much the White House paid them to put together that piece of shit, but I'm guessing they're getting paid more than me. And that's bad marketing from the White House because I'm guessing that the 100% straight fan base of Pentatonix is already boosted to the gills, whereas the demographic of the Dad Presents reaches both, both the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. So you, you can do more damage by sponsoring the Dad Presents. Also, I'm a better singer. You know what I'm saying? One, two, three, four. Get your booster. Right? Fuck those guys. Speaking of booster shots, man, in the past week, last week, seven days, I've had exactly six friends test positive with COVID. And y'all, I only have about six friends. All of them were fully vaxxed. All of them boosted. All of them have followed every single COVID regulation to the letter. And all of them probably got it from someone else who was boosted up to the gills because everybody out here is boosted up. But still, still, they're going to tell you, if you don't get this super awesome impervious vaccination, you can't go in a restaurant. You might lose your job. Your kids might get isolated from the other kids. And you'd probably be tarred and feathered and guillotined in town square because that's where we're at in society. And it's just gross because, excuse me, that was a burp. Um, the hold down other people's kids and shove a needle in them against their will crowd. They're just out of narratives at this point. They're out of narratives. All their talking points have failed and been proven wrong. Yet I've not heard a single one on TV, not heard a single friend stand up and say, Hey man, sorry, we got it wrong. We're sorry. So sorry. We're going to do things differently from now on. No, no, nobody says that. Fauci doesn't say that. Biden doesn't say that. None of them say that. They just keep, they just double down, man. Double down, triple down, quadruple down. These, these people are so friggin' binary in their thinking. So binary and so completely tribal that they would rather ride this Titanic to the bottom of the ocean with Leo DiCaprio rather than admit they may not have gotten things perfectly right so we can all live long, fruitful lives with Kate Winslet. 
You know? Look, man, there's, I've concluded at this point, talking to friends and listening to the people on TV, that there is no amount of data or logic that is going to convince them because they're not open to being convinced because they're in a cult. Fauciites are a cult. They're in a cult. It's a cult. Cults aren't interested in facts or data. And it's not even a good cult. Because like, if I was starting a cult, which I fully intend to do in 2022, as we continue to grow, we will start a cult. And we will have wild drugs and fantastical orgies. And it'll be a good time. These people hide in their fucking homes and shriek in fear if they see someone out their window whose mask slipped over their very impressive nose. Sad. Sad. All right, this podcast is also brought to you by sheathunderwear.com. Code word dad for 20% off. If you're going to be roasting chestnuts by an open fire this Christmas, you don't want to roast them nuts. Know what I mean? So get a pair of sheath underwear and protect your boys with that dual pouch action. All right. Now, guys, uh, this is the last show of the year. Thank you so much for being with us this year. I can't believe the amount of growth. Uh, this this time last year, we were averaging probably probably around 2,000 downloads uh, an episode. Now we're averaging upwards of 10,000. So thank you so much. But being that it's the last show of the year, we're going to revert to last year's smash hit single, which was Hypocrite of the Year. Hypocrite of the Year. Last year's window, window, last year's winner was Andrew Cuomo. And he won even before all the weird, creepy sexual allegation stuff. He won just for being a complete and utter hypocrite about COVID. But this year, we have even more amazing candidates. First candidate we've got is San Francisco Mayor London Breed. She set a citywide mask mandate and then... Not even a week after that. Not even a week. And this is the thing. These people are so, they don't care. They don't care that they're hypocrites. They don't even try to pretend or skirt around it. A week after her mask mandate, she was out in a club just dancing around, shaking that booty and feeling the spirit without her mask on. Check the video. I had a good time at the Black Cat. Tony, Tony, Tony. The original members, the brothers, Raphael Sadiq and Dwayne Wiggins, who have not performed in public for, I believe, at least over 20 years. Uh, a video shows a massless breed neither seated at a table nor positioned at a stationary counter, standing and dancing. Um, um, I was sitting at my table and when, I don't know about you and whether or not you know who Raphael Sadiq and Dwayne Wiggins are. But I don't know about you, but if you know who they are, I don't care where you're sitting. You're going to get up and start dancing. My drink was sitting at the table. I got up and started dancing because I was feeling the spirit. And I wasn't thinking about a mask. Oh, yeah, baby. It feels good. It feels good to not wear a mask. And shit. Tony, 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 Tony 
Tony, Tony is the vaccine, motherfuckers. Tony, Tony, Tone has done it again. I mean, Raphael Sadiq? Woo! Feeling the spirit. Dwayne Wiggins? Shit. Do you know who he is? Do you know who he is? Man, you got Maurice Mo Better Brown, y'all. You want me to wear a mask and follow my own rules when Maurice Mo Better Brown's on stage? Come on. You can't expect me to follow the rule I make when you got Mo Better Brown on stage. Absolutely despicable. Despicable. So she was a good one, but she did not win, if you can believe that. Second candidate, we have the Chicago Bridge Troll. Mayor is what I mean. We have the Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot found racism under every single rock every single day in that city and denounced racism like it was a worse plague than COVID. I think she even said that at some point, that racism was a bigger plague upon us than COVID. Not in those exact words. Despite denouncing racism on the daily, she also held a press conference to let the world know that she would no longer give interviews to white people, completely unaware of that hypocrisy. And on top of that, she shut down hair salons and went out to get her hair did. And her justification for breaking her own rule to get her hair did said she's a public figure and it's important for her to look good. That's how she justified breaking, breaking her own rule. Not even like and it was an emergency or not even like Tony, Tony, Tone. She just need to get her hair did because she has to look good because she's important and you're not. And <laughs> I mean, look, man, look at her. Look at this picture of her. There's not a hair salon in the world that can fix that kind of ugly. And, and don't give me shit about poking fun of her looks, right? Because I know some people will. Because society makes fun of ugly male politicians all day, dude. We love to make fun of lard-ass Chris Christie and orange man Donald Trump, and we should, you know? Let's get back to the days where we made fun of people universally. So if you can't take a joke about an uggo lady, you're sexist. You're sexist. Sorry, she's ugly. And if you can't laugh at that, you're sexist. Now, she's also not the winner. Can you believe that? The winner of Hypocrite of the Year is Joe Biden. Congratulations, Joe Biden. You're the Hypocrite of the Year. Now, why? Well, is it because he called Kyle Rittenhouse a white supremacist but wouldn't call out the racism from Black Lives Matter supporter Daryl Brooks when he said he wanted to kill white people on Facebook and then got in his car and mowed down a few dozen whiteies in a parade? No, that's not, that's not why. That's not why he won. Did he win Hypocrite of the Year because he spent months talking about kids in cages and then he got in office and pretty much quadrupled the amount of kids in cages at the border? No, it's not why he won. Joe won Hypocrite of the Year because he's trying to mandate that American citizens get vaccinated, but at the same time, he's transporting illegals all over the country without vaccinating them or even testing them. That's right. If you roll in across the border, 
You don't get tested. You don't get vaccinated. They put you on a bus and they drop you off in Cleveland. They give you a bunch of money and they say, have a good life. And on top of that, Joe's a fucking liar because he told us that he would not mandate the vaccines and now he's mandating the vaccines. Check it out. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. It's like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. I'll do everything. So congratulations, Joe. You're the hypocrite of the year. You're a bad person. Speaking of the president being a bad person, check out this announcement that they put out this week. If you're not watching and you can't read it, let me read it to you. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter full of severe illness and deaths for yourself, your loved ones, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. Come on, man. Joe. Joe, this is terrorism. Yeah, terrorist. What a dick. What a dick. In other news, Fauci and NIH Director Francis Collins got busted this past week conspiring to silence doctors. This, is, this one is outrageous. In October of 2020, three prominent scientists from Stanford, Harvard, and Oxford, three pretty reputable places, right? Three places that the, the, the left usually acknowledges as being reputable and not crazy people. Well, they challenged the Fauci lockdown strategy and suggested that it did far greater harm than good. It fucking did. That's obvious. They got together. They suggested that it did more harm than good. And instead of doing the lockdowns and school closures and and the masking and all that, we should quarantine the sick and the vulnerable. Get the sick people, get the old people, quarantine them, let everybody else go to work and school so society can function and we don't ruin the world. Okay? So after that, there were emails from Collins, from the NIH, to Fauci, stating that we need to shut this down fast. Fauci agreed with them, and then they did exactly that. They shut it all down. And now they're busted. So here's Collins in an interview with Brett Baer, where Brett Baer is trying to challenge him on that. It seems that a lot of health policymakers uh, have been trying to silence opposing views. In a newly uh, released set of emails received from Freedom of Information Act between you and Dr. Fauci in October of 2020, you referenced the Great Barrington Declaration. That was a group of epidemiologists and public health scientists who wrote, quote, we have grave concerns about the damaging physical and mental health impacts of prevailing COVID-19 policies. Continuing current lockdown policies are producing devastating effects on short and long-term public health. In this email to Dr. Fauci and Cliff Lane at NHA, you write, quote, hi, Tony and Cliff, see, and you connect to the Great Barrington Declaration link. This proposal from three fringe epidemiologists who met with the secretary seems to be getting a lot of attention and even a co-signature from a Nobel Prize winner, Mike Levitt, at Stanford. There needs to be a quick and devastating public takedown of its premises. I don't see anything like that online yet. Is it underway? Francis, did you write that? I did write that, and I will stand by that. Let let me explain. 
What was being proposed there was basically saying, let's not worry about mitigation. Let's just let this virus rip. Uh, this is, of course, before we had vaccines. And basically, these, I will call them fringe epidemiologists who really did not have the credentials to be making such a grand sweeping statement, were saying, just let the virus run through the population and eventually then everybody will have had it and will be okay. Hundreds of thousands of people would have died uh, if we had followed that strategy. So Collins got busted and then he tried to lie his way out of it, right? What he says is just not true. These scientists didn't want COVID to run wild through society. That's not what they wanted. They wanted to deal with this in a more efficient way. They wanted a more effective strategy of quarantining the sick and the at-risk population. They wanted to apply logic. They wanted to look at how things were going and how what we had done did not work and make changes because that's what you do in a position of leadership. And then he, he calls these scientists fringe. Dude, they're from Stanford and Harvard and Oxford. That's fringe now? That's fringe? Stanford is fringe now? Harvard's fringe? Okay, bro. And, you know, Fauci, he's never, Collins, they, they've treated no COVID patients. Really? So aren't they, aren't they fringe? Anyway, he said, he also said hundreds of thousands of people would die under this plan. It's like he's not even paying attention. Bro, nearly a million people have died under your plan. Not even counting the people who have killed themselves and died from drug overdoses who wouldn't have died otherwise. So not only are you a crook and a liar, but you're bad at math. Hundreds of thousands of people would have died if we took this other plan. Bro, you killed a million people with your plan. So they, they, they tried to shut this down. They conspired. But, you know, we've caught Fauci in a bunch of stuff by now. Will there be consequences for this one? No. Don't be ridiculous. There's, there's never consequences for these people. And now, now, after being double vaxxed and boosted, Fauci still wants you to wear a mask. And he wants you, get this, he's talking on the Sunday shows. He wants you to not let people into your house on Christmas if they're not vaxxed. Or they don't have a negative test. So seems to me, Fauci's an anti-vaxxer. He doesn't believe in the vaccine. He doesn't. Because if you believed in the vaccine, it wouldn't matter if your guests coming over were vaxxed. Because you got the vaccine and the vaccine works. But he doesn't believe the vaccine works. Hashtag anti-vax Fauci. I think we got to get that trending. Um, now, let, let's be serious about this, okay? Let's examine some stuff. It is true. It seems true to me from the data that the vaccines do seem to lower the chances of death and hospitalization. And my personal opinion, not medical advice, I think people who are in high-risk groups, if you're old or if you have asthma or if you're a big fatty fatster, you should consider that carefully and maybe get the shot if you haven't. But you shouldn't listen to me. You shouldn't listen to politicians. You shouldn't listen to fucking Fauci. He's a politician. You shouldn't listen to Biden. You shouldn't listen to Tucker Carlson. You shouldn't listen to CNN. You should look at the data. Take that data with you to the doctor. Ask your doctor what he thinks. But make sure you go to a trustworthy doctor, right? Someone who actually thinks things through because not all doctors do. Some of them just take their orders just like so many others in society. 
But the data suggests that the vaccine lowers risk of death. That's true. It does. It suggests that. If you look at the data, it suggests that it lowers the risk of death. But here's the problem, right? They have lied so much about everything. They've politicized this disease in such a massive way that we don't trust them no more. We don't. They lied about masks. Fauci lied in the beginning about masks. He said masks don't work. Don't wear them. Since then, he's been saying wear fucking 17 of them. So he lied. And he admitted he lied. He said he lied because he, he wanted nurses to have more masks or whatever the fuck. He lied. Okay. Either they work or they don't. He lied either then or now. Anyway, they lied about the vaccine efficacy. They said it was 95%. It's not. They said it would stop you from getting COVID. It doesn't. They lied about government's pri- proprietary ownership of the vaccine. Government owns Moderna. The, the Moderna vaccine, they own it. That's a fact. They lied about that. They lied about the probable origin of the disease, and they tried to silence anyone who talked about it. They lied about ivermectin, right? They said it's horse paste. They lied about Fauci's culpability in gain-of-function research, said he didn't do it. He did, funded it. So when liars lie, and when liars get caught in their lies, they lose credibility. And then, even when they are telling the truth later on, People don't trust them. And and that's just how it is. So you got to get the liars out of there. If you want to spread information that you think is valuable and should be believed, you got to get rid of the get rid of the liars and get new people in. I mean, remember the boy who cried wolf? Nobody, nobody believed that boy. And he got eaten by the fucking wolf. Okay? So nobody's gonna believe Fauci. Nobody's gonna believe Biden. Doesn't matter. They're unbelievable characters because they lie. Furthermore, these people completely refuse to acknowledge that there are any risks with the vaccine, despite the facts that there have been major consequences for some people, including death. That's reported to the government's VAERS vaccine injury site. They never talk about it. They, they refuse to acknowledge that it exists. And if you talk about it, you get silenced. So that makes you untrustworthy. They refuse to acknowledge that long-term effects of the vaccine are still unknown. There's no way to know them. They've not been, they've only been around for a year. Can't know how they're going to unfold over time. And they ignore that. And they, they don't allow you to talk about that. They, they ignore treatments, monocloidal antibodies, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. They completely ignore prevention in the form of exercise and healthy eating, right? So they are not trustworthy. But the most infuriating thing is that they're trying to force people to take the vaccine who don't need it. People who already had COVID and now have immunity, better immunity than anyone who takes the vaccine. If you take the vaccine, you get immunity for about six months. Catch that. You don't get immunity for six months. You have better protection for six months. If you've had COVID, you are immune probably for life. And they're forcing it on healthy children who aren't facing a threat from the disease at all and who are most at risk from the side effects of the vaccines. And at the same time, as mentioned with Joe Biden earlier, they're letting illegals run all over the country and helping to spread them around the country without making them get vaccinated. So look, in all likelihood, a healthy person between 25 and 50, the risks of the vaccine is probably not as great as the risk of the disease. I shouldn't even say probably. I think the data supports that. The disease is more dangerous to people between 25 and 50 than is the vaccine. 
but the danger of the disease is pretty small, okay? Pretty small. So it's a calculated risk. And though I'm, I'm personally against government mandates always, I'm always against them, if this disease was killing 10% of the people who contracted it, and the vaccine truly had a 95% efficacy with no real side effects, then the government would at least have an argument for instituting draconian mandates. But that is not the situation we are dealing with. We are dealing with a situation with a lot of nuance. They won't acknowledge any of the nuance, and they lie, so we don't trust them. So you make the best decision for you and your, your family, and don't be stubborn. Don't not get the vaccine just because you're on team uh, anti-vax or team pro-freedom because then you're just as bad as them. Make the best health choice for yourself, okay? All right. Now, we're going to get into our interview with Ariel Pink. Um, I love the dude. I love his music. Love the guy. He is a fascinating dude. Um, he grew up getting bullied. He, there's a story about him. He lost his virginity at 13 to a hooker which is amazing. He lived in a Hindu ashram. I hope I'm saying that word correctly for a few years in Culver city, which is a huge coincidence because I actually dated a weird musician girl in Culver city at that same time. And she was this sexy, leggy, beautiful, hot number vegan. And we used to go to an ashram almost every day because they had a cafeteria for the public and you could get a, a good meal for $2. And we went there cause it was cheap and we were we were broke. We were both broke. Um, and she was vegan. It was a vegan place. And they'd let us sit there for hours and, and eat and make out and, and be in love. And they didn't bug us. And then afterwards, we'd go and smoke a little weed out back with some of the Hindu workers. So I think at some point, it was the same time. I think it was the same ashram. I think I probably smoked weed with Ariel Pink before he was famous. But I didn't get the chance to ask him about that or the prostitute or any of that stuff because this interview was a bit wacky. He's a weird dude. And the interview was a little disjointed and all over the place. And that's my fault. It's not him. He's a creative type. I should have tried to steer him a little more. I didn't do that, but it's an interesting interview. Check it out. Uh, we talked about cancel culture, how he was canceled and uh, his own future. So let's get into it with Ariel Pink. Okay, you guys, we're joined today by Ariel Pink. He's one of the most influential and prolific artists we've got, and he's been the subject of some recent controversy this past year. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How good. are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so I want to get into your music um, and, and the fallout and everything that's gone on and where you're going in the future, what the plans are. But first, just for some listeners who might not know, can you kind of recap what happened to you at the start of this year? I exactly understand what happened at the beginning of this year other than um, just a, a massive smear campaign that just sort of like went just sort of like you know like a row of dominoes just one thing falling off of the other yeah pretty unmanageable and it happened very quickly and it it, it was a, a an extremely uh uh i guess uh lethal dose of bad publicity basically that just uh took me out of uh took me out of the limelight for uh well put me in the limelight uh and just to take me out, basically. So it, it, it was a, a more or less a smear campaign, and it was a, 
it was quite um, is quite uh, it, was, it was not provoked by me or or anything. I mean, I think it was a, a, a confluence of of, 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 of reasons behind it. I mean, there's I did that, but I think that ultimately it was a it was a hard for me to hard for me to avoid the conclusion that it was a an intentional smear campaign campaign uh, that was uh, trying to silence me basically for the the indefendable crime of voting for Trump. Basically. Right. Yeah. You so, you were your 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 label Mexican Summer. They dropped you. They were pressured into dropping you, but they dropped you basically because you were at you went to the rally on January 6th. You weren't, you didn't invade the Capitol, none of that business. You went, you lost your label for going to a political rally, which tells you a lot. I, I know I, that's, that's actually not what, why I lost the label. I, I lost the label because of the bad publicity, because they reported that I was somewhere I wasn't. And they, and, and the media reported, you know, something that wasn't as well. I mean, they, what, I mean, what did they report that wasn't true? Well, for one thing, I'd, if there was an insurrection at the Capitol, I sure as hell didn't know about it. If I had I known, I would probably have. That would be interesting. I would probably have shown up, and you know, if, if nothing else, just to see 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 it go down. But I I was not uh, told that there was going to be an insurrection or a coup or a takeover or hostage of the of the Capitol. So to me, it was. Uh, you know, I, I had been there earlier in the day uh, at the White House lawn, and you know, I the, the main the main show for me was you know to see see Donald Trump. So he he had he had made his appearance, and and uh, you know, I was happy to call it a day and go go home. I was just like, that's what I came for. That's I don't want to go to another uh, rally. I mean, well, you know, I saw the main <laughs> I already saw the main show. Like I don't need to right. go to the after party to to be a part of a boring protest. Um, um, so I stayed home. I mean, I, I went back to the hotel and I, and I just, you know, took a nap and, and my friends went, uh, I guess, uh, they posted some, some footage online of them at the rally. I mean, I, I doubt that they thought that there was an insurrection because, uh, they wouldn't be posting pictures of themselves online. Uh, if, if they were, if there was a planned insurrection. So, so anyway, so so basically, the whole thing was a, you know, it, it was made, it, it was designed. I, I believe that there was premeditation, in the sense that um, that the people who were behind framing it as an insurrection were in cahoots with media and uh, and and the networks, and they basically manufactured created a Trojan horse for lack of a better term and had people basically, you know, sort of ushered in and participating unwittingly in this, this big trap to basically, uh, be used as a pretext to basically, uh, I don't know, to, to indict, uh, and, uh, and, uh, impeach Trump so that he couldn't be reelected later on, but also just to kind of like, just to kind of, uh, claim claim their uh, their territory uh, right officially the moment that that they were uh, the moment that they were that that Mike Pence you know 
had a had a what do you call it? Official officiated the uh, the 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 votes. So yeah. It, well, the whole thing allows them to really clamp down on the American people in a way that they want. I mean, they've they've not well, only they, called out January 6th people who went into the Capitol as terrorists. They've called half of America terrorists. They've labeled anyone who has supported Donald Trump a terrorist, anybody who is a libertarian. So it's allowed them to create a narrative that they can control the entire population with it's it's really quite terrifying and and, and they and, and and silence anybody who who ever you know, i think they really they really uh they really succeeded in um arresting most institutions prior to uh the election uh over the past four years they there was a uh, you know the, 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 the smear on trump was 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 you know uh just unprecedented uh, by the media, and they they succeeded in sort of in 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 taking people's you know uh, in, in exploiting their, their vulnerabilities to, to being you know their suggestibility. You could easily kind of like suggest to tell people that like basically that this guy's a you know you, you say he's like a he's, a he's a criminal often enough you know is you know even CEOs and different industries are going to kind of like, you know, be like nodding their head eventually just because they're like, yeah, of course. Yeah, he's terrible. Uh, but they're not really like listening. You know, they're not, they're, there's not, there's not a lot of high information being exchanged in that, uh, in that communication. So I think that they managed to actually convince people and industries in particular that he was a threat to democracy in mm-hmm. a sense that 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 these people that these companies and these industries especially the big tech world which is you know pretty yeah. young as far as industries are concerned so um well, yeah. they're 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 more suggestible than any i mean they all play video i mean elon the five richest people in the world play video games for christ's sake i mean come on <laughs> these, these, these people are are not not the brightest tools in the shed but anyway but 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 they're powerful. They're, they're, they run the world. Absolutely. So, anyway, uh, so, so, but they, but they managed to to somehow uh, uh, fall for this 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 real um, propaganda effort, I believe. Uh, and uh, somehow they they were they were they were more or less um, led into believing that you know uh, free speech and. And certain civil liberties uh, were were uh, too um, too risky. Yeah, that that, that basically basically we can't have free speech and all these things. So so they absolutely they've taken away freedom of speech on those platforms. I mean, it's gone. We I I mean, they're gone. I mean, we are in North Korea now. So 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 and and silencing people is the way that they do it. So so uh, you know they, they don't they don't wait around to like. They, they first first they, they they try to influence you from every direction and say that you know only an idiot would ever vote for Trump or would ever support Trump the the fascist dictator racist uh, and and once they've once they've decided that that's the case and they you know then they're still up they're still up against a free country that's used as a sort of like a as a as a as the that, that that's the mindset that basically was a lot was 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 given carte blanche to basically over override democracy and and the constitution uh, uh, as a, and basically just stage their 
the coup, the actual coup, which was to arrest the Capitol. Yes. Never let it happen again. And they and and you you can't possibly convince me at this point that uh, these people would be capable of not cheating on an election. Um, there's there's absolutely nothing in my mind, no doubt in my mind, that these people are completely incapable of of, of actually running a fair campaign or fa- a fair. Uh, uh, well, they've they've lied election. to the whole world about so many things: war. Um, money, the, fi- the entire financial industry. What what makes anyone think that they're interested in running a fair election? I don't know if the election was fair or not, but I know that if they could cheat, they absolutely would. They've cheated at everything else, right? Well, at the very least, at the very least, it, it begs the question: you know, why did how did Trump even get in the running in the first place? If, they, if they've been running and cheating their way through everything, and it's just a rigged game. There's it. It seems very unlikely that 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 they that that Donald Trump would have you know somehow succeeded in in in, in just making the you know just winning the vote the electoral vote. Uh, um, it seems to me that people, especially Democrats, um, tend to have a very cynical view of of. Of politics and of of things that you know in the government and stuff like that, which is which is definitely like it's 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 warranted. I mean, it's it's, it's totally understandable. Uh, there's a war machine, you know. Throughout, you know, if you've been around for more than five minutes, you you know that the government is corrupt in many ways, and 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 the gears of democracy are grindingly slow in Washington. Um, but uh, but somehow. What what I got from it, what I got from Donald Trump winning the election, that's when I essentially woke up and was just like, "Wow, this is getting interesting." Yes, absolutely, I'm 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 paying attention now. I mean, I never voted before that. Um, I didn't vote for him in 2016 either, but I, I just w- watched it go down, and I and nobody thought that he was going to win. I mean, they every single channel, Fox included, said that he, there was no chance of him winning. You I know, mean, they they just mm-hmm. they 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 really told us there's, there's just like absolutely no chance of him winning yet he's somehow in the running there and he's ending up it's just you know he's toe-to-toe with hillary uh they, they but, but 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 that was the first time it, it, it dawned on me just how um how in the pocket the uh the, the uh, media was with yeah. uh, with the parties with the party yeah it's I, interesting I, I, before you... that you know you said you've never you never voted before this, which is interesting because and and you you were woken up by everything that you saw in the media over the past few years. And I find that interesting because I think it's woken up a lot of people. There are a lot of people who pre- no, it was, it were was, not it was, interested who are now they just see it because it's it didn't so make clear. a difference. Yeah. It didn't make a difference because because the establishment was the establishment, and for, and as far as I was concerned, you know, as long as there's as an American, I, I was you know things were working. Mo- marginally well before that i mean i mean we've got our fair share of scandal and 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 of course you know uh government and presidents are are all you know have have blood on their hands Mm -hmm. that that, that goes goes back uh you know a century if if not more uh of of, which is why we kind of like you know like swap them out every four years you know i mean like (laughs) i mean the point is like you don't want to have um it's about plausible deniability and and somehow uh you know we've we've sort of developed this this mode of 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 
putting four-year-olds who have no business being in the White House into the White House for a limited amount of time so they can screw up everything that's going on in the rest of the world. But as long as like, as long as like Americans are safe and we and we are and we are prosperous and we're uh, uh, you know more or less a, a a leader for the rest of the world, that seems to be a a, a, a sort of a, that that to me has always been my sort of attitude. I mean, I, I know it sounds it sounds extremely uh, hypocritical and, and, and elitist, but but I, I do feel like that that we we paved the the road for the rest of the world and and that we're you know we we've we've the things that we've uh that we've done in this country have been no yeah i don't i don't think that's unusual i think most people they as long as things are going pretty well over here and we're we're exactly as as long as there's a as long as as long as there's a babysitter in the white house and there's somebody just like you know like I, i mean i'm for any i'm for obama i'm for all these presidents i I, I support the president, whoever he is. I support Biden too. Actually, I don't. But but actually, but I but I in theory, I I I would under any other circumstance. But but what I've seen now is is just I cannot see. And 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 what's where we're going is and where we've been. I guess where we were headed anyway uh, was something that I was uh, that I was that I it was going to be a you know they were trying to slow boil us into this this agenda twenty thirty uh, thing and. Uh, like, like, you know, not even noticed as they were basically like, you know, setting, yeah. setting us on the path. path You're talking about like the, the boiling frog where they turn up yeah. the heat a little bit at a time and the frog right. doesn't notice until it's dead. Yeah, that's that's what right. was going so, on here. So, so that was that was going on uh, my entire adult life. And uh, I would probably would have just been happy to just fucking, you know, uh, sorry to swear. Um, no worries. Uh, um, I would have been happy to... Uh, to just uh, stay out of it, more or less, I guess, or to not not have an opinion. Uh, you know, as long as like there's a there's a president, I'm 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 supportive of them. So, and I'm not supportive of them in any kind of like real way. I don't need to be their friend. I'm sure they're not my kind of people at all. But I'm just you know I don't, all I'm saying is that like I didn't I didn't really have too much of a of a of a stake in the uh, the outcome of elections prior to uh, 2020. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, so, but once, once I saw how unified the media was in, in basically pushing back against Trump when he was running in 2015, um, I saw it, it laid bare that, that the whole thing, that, that the media is, is essentially, you know, the, the, the fourth arm of the, of the government in a sense. And, uh, no they doubt. were. Uh, they always have been too. That's no, not new, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right, but so, so they, so, the, so, like, there's you know controlled opposition on you know ever yes. you know from since time since time immemorial. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, for whatever reason, they had to pull out all the guns and do an all-out propaganda effort against this guy Donald Trump, who was an outsider, and that that made me realize that oh, it's not rigged. It's not rigged completely. It's the, the, the gears of democracy are working just enough with elections that 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 people are people's vote actually does count okay so so we so it, it, it it's not completely rigged there's lots of uh, of uh, of uh, you know shady dealings behind the scenes lots of uh, funding from from shadowy 
sources and 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 uh, right. clandestine. But if enough uh, people operations. get behind one person, they they can get. Him, they actually, there's an actual there election power that there. does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is there, there, and, and and those things are not rigged. And I think that Democrats in particular took that for granted. They 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 believe that they they cynically believe that like this is like you know like what they're telling us on on the air is what's going to happen because they know what's going to happen anyway. So we there's no point to like. Don't get on the wrong side of history. You know, this is what's going to happen. He's not going to win. Yeah. And they, they were, they're cynical about the way that democracy does work when it does work. So the fact that he won, I believe, was a crushing indictment and a commentary on the cynicism of, of the left who, who has dominated Washington, as far as I'm concerned, for a long time. They pretty much kept the Republicans toothless and uh, just looking like pathetic uh, uh, suits with, with, uh, with uh, you know, I mean, they basically yeah. keep them, they're just like, you know, they, they have them around so they can look better during the election season. Well, they, also, they, can, uh, they don't really push back. I mean, Michael Malice famously now says that uh, Republicans are just no, Democrats driving Repu- the speed limit. Right? They, they're just Repu- going along with the Repu- and, Go ahead. Republicans are there to make Democrats look better during election season they're there they're literally there they're kept completely toothless i mean the, the whole thing is run by democrats and it has been for for a while i mean i i, I would say since I, I think that the clintons really the clintons redesigned washington dc but even before that i would say that like you know sure you had cia republicans but like but even like you know, uh, uh, the Democrats were not really happening during the, the, during uh, the Reagan administration. I guess they had they had more time to sort of like re rebrand themselves uh, uh, and set themselves up for what was coming after. But I believe that like you know the George Bush Senior was the sort of like the last sort of power, uh, uh, the last bit of 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 Republican power left in Washington at the time. So. Uh, by the time the Clintons came in, they they completely uh, you know restaffed everything in 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 Washington without any kind of real uh, uh, pushback. I mean, they, they, there was nothing going on uh, in, in the Republican Party or, or the Democratic Party. So they and, and it's been pretty much their their administration um, ever since. It's been the same people. I think you know in the same government offices uh, throughout every election. Like they're just basically like career politicians um, that should have left, uh, you know, after after that cabinet left. Um, but I mean, you know, I mean, I think even like George George W. who came after that, like uh, he was the only the only chance that he got he had in uh, being eligible for uh, for uh, for president was was to come in on the Republican ticket. So so I think that like uh, that's that's. You know, you, you can tell that they're grasping at the at, at the bottom. I mean, I, I, and I think that that's the fact that like that they keep the Republicans so so toothless and 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 benign and not a threat to the Democrats. I mean, as a rule, I think that's what allows people like Donald Trump, who have personality and are famous. To come in and actually be on the, you know, be on the ticket, I and mean, nobody can stop them from 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 
becoming, you know, claiming that they're Republican or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Are you there? Yes. Yeah. I, I, so let me, let me let me shift gears with you a little bit. Um, sorry, sorry. That's it. That's no, no. Business. Now that you know you've been canceled, you've been dropped by your label. The the media canceled you. Is there any artistic freedom that you get from that, or does it not change the way you make music in any way? Oh, um, it has nothing to do with my music. Uh, nothing to do with my music, and nothing to do with me at all. And I mean, I, I, I as, for all intents and purposes, I was canceled for the same reason that I was celebrated and uh, and and liked for you know for the past twenty years. Yeah. Well, you're still you know, you're still I, liked. I, I, you're still you're still liked. You still well have, well no. But I, I'm just, just but yeah. I, I'm just despised. I'm despised. Sure, there's there, that there, too. There, there's there's people. I mean, they. I'm I sure there's people that like me, but it's but I'm 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 on a, you know I'm a whole it's on a whole another level now. I mean I'm it's a really there's I'm I'm sort of symbolic of of another of a greater of a greater battle now and uh, and yeah they and, they and, and, they made an example of you yeah they sure did yeah and but you know they they also it's also said just for marketing purposes there's no such thing as bad publicity you're also a lot more people know about you because of that which exposes you to which exposes them to your music right and now you have well now well, without a label well, can't mean, you I, just do whatever you want i mean if i was alex jones and i had some you know i had a real a real uh, uh a real operation going and uh and uh and some sort of backing you know like I, I i actually probably would i would have done it a lot sooner but i'm but i'm unfortunately you know i i'm i'm actually kind of like one of these people that's you know probably more less capitalist than 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 anybody in a weird way because uh just in terms of how i conduct myself i mean like i i never did it for the money i'm happy just just letting other people sort of, you know, be on another person's label and just being a an indentured servant, cranking out tunes uh, and letting other people deal with the metrics and trying to like, sell it. And you know, I'd never tried to be entrepreneurial about my my own music. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't. You're a musician. Seeking, not I, I don't go out yeah. seeking. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I sort of, I, I, I take opportunities as they are offered to me, but I, but I've literally just been doing the same thing I've been doing since I was a, you know, a teenager. So I've just done it long enough now that like basically people, people eventually, you know, couldn't, couldn't deny it. It's something that's. Well, yeah, you're, you're, you're massively prolific. I mean, by the, by the, by the mid two thousands, you had something like 200 or 300 cassettes of music that, that you'd made. Um, and I, I read you. You said that most of it you never even wrote down, and that your older stuff you don't you don't really have access to that part of your brain that created it anymore. Suggesting you know kind of an evolution as an artist. And I've heard artists say that uh, they feel like they're just an antenna that's picking up music floating through the universe and and recording it. With how prolific you are, would you would you describe it that way, or are you just constantly inspired with new stuff? Like, where does all of this come from? Uh, I, it's a good question. It's really, uh, hard to answer. Uh, I suppose it is a good enough, uh, uh, sort of, uh, catch all for it. I mean, I mean, I think that, uh, yeah, I don't know where I get this stuff from. It must be channeled. Uh, but it's, I, part of, part of it is, is, is that it's not that, it's not rocket science. It's just basically, 
um, I have these sort of uh, pedestrian melodies that sort of, uh, you know, come through my brain every once in a while. It's kind of like it's just like nonstop Muzak station that, you know, without any kind of real lyrics or anything like that. It's just, it's just kind of a vibe that I that I that I have going on at all times in my brain. And it's just kind of like a, it's not like existing in any particular um, uh, it's not relevant to anything necessarily. It's just kind of like, it's just this sort of uh, the music they have on hold, you know, it's basically like, like the, it's not, it's not nothing, nothing, nothing uh, too, uh, too earth shattering or innovative is what I'm saying. Like I, it's not, it's not something like I, it, 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 it's mundane and it's uh, pedestrian and it's just basically just uh, melodies and a rhythm and, and it, and these little like, when you're, when you're walking around town or driving around town, there's like, music playing in your head in the background like like a soundtrack type of thing you're hearing well, like, it like, like, as you're going about your day got, I, they, it's just like little, little little kind of kernels of uh of of, of productions like sort of like a, you know come to me you know depending on you know throughout the day and 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 it's and it's my job to sort of capture them and 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 not let them go away so i i, I have a i have a very uh sort of like my process which is basically just a, a way of of catching these things and and making sure that they don't disappear uh and they don't just kind of go away like i, I can i can recall them to mind at a at a little time uh, you know i don't i don't ever write down notes or chords or anything like that i don't put it in writing so i can really? refer to wow. it later it's, it's so so i i have a whole process of how i decode and and actually uh retrieve these incidental uh, uh, music symphonies that I that I pocket symphonies that I do uh, all the time. So, and I mean, having a a, uh, a voice memo on my phone is 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 very very helpful. It, it kind of kind of makes me. I, I can I can when I when I sing sing you know when I hum stuff to myself like on the, on the phone and I record it. Um, it's just as a reference for me to. And, and and it basically I, I know exactly like what I'm I can I can hear the whole song again, like the whole production, like every every part when I just hear my humming, you know, like I, I can I can go right back there into where I was uh wow. when I made it. So 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 it that, that helps a lot and I and I and I've got like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of these just uh moment to moment kind of notes that I scribble uh uh on the on the voice memos. Uh, and they and they just serve as a sort of like my my data bank when yeah. I basically decide to to actually sit down and write write some write music. That stores all my ideas. That's 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 really interesting that you never actually write it down. Uh, no, or I, I interpret exactly, it into it, notes. Yeah, it, 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 I, I can't. I don't even learn it on an instrument, and and. Uh, because because by doing so if i were to if i were to like learn you know get something down on guitar for instance um something that i hear in my head like i just i hear like a guitar line but i i'm not hearing the whole i would i would get the guitar line down and and if i were to just like sort of uh, uh you know bang out the notes on guitar but i didn't uh i didn't actually go through the the effort of um laying down the whole thing, you know, laying down the whole uh, track by track, your bass, guitar, 
the whole the whole production it, it it would it would be my memory would be actually shot it would actually like i if i were to go back to the guitar uh, uh, a thing that basically would remind me of what the whole production was. It would be gone. There's something about my my vocals, my, me singing it to myself and uh, uh, singing it with a with a with a rhythm in mind as well. So, you know, I I, I can kind of beatbox and hum stuff to myself. So, uh, it's kind of a rhythm and melody combo that I can kind of do. Uh, yeah. Uh, but 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 it's, it's also that just like I I, I do different. It's it's just very I can do it so offhandedly that like you know it's convenient. But I but I I, I I typically sit with these things for for a long long time before I ever pick up an instrument and actually go and try to learn them because by that point I'm I have the whole thing already fully stamped in my head. I've done it like a million times. I've sang it to myself a million times. I've, I've retrieved it. I've, I've, I've lived in the song, so there's no ambiguity as to what the parts are. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I can't, I can't you, sp- you spoke of beatboxing yeah. and some of the first recordings that you did on, on Ariel Pink's Haunted Graffiti, I, I read that a lot of the drums were just like you beatboxing and you, you recorded a lot of the instruments were just kitchen utensils. How do you, where does that even come from? Uh, it, it came from uh, not having any, any recording gear or, uh, or discernible talent. Um, well, it's definitely uh, talent. That's, I mean, that definitely no, takes no, no. It's, it's, talent. I mean, it's not talent. It's, 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 it's only talent in hindsight, but it, but it was, it was, it was crap, you know, on the way up there. I mean, it's, it's all been basically, I, 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 I developed a specific way of, of, of making music and it's not like, it's not the normal way I learned. I learned how to play instruments literally like on by recording. So, so it's, uh, it's all been uh, cataloged and like sort of like uh, my my development as an instrumentalist, which is which is you know average at best, but but not even not even not even. Well, you, good. well you're you're being you're being humble, but maybe you think that's no, true. I'm not. But also I'm, I'm your not. your creativity it, is off the charts, though. So you know, it, music it, it, is both. Yeah, it's but, idiosyncratic. I'm not, as an instrumentalist, I'm, I'm as a musician, I'm 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 shit, but. <laughs> as doing but doing but doing what i do is 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 the is the is all those things together so so uh, you know i can string them together and make it sound like i can play better than i can i can make it sound like i know how to write a song i can make it sound like i know what i'm saying and what i'm writing and that i have this sort of thing in mind it's but, but it's a, a lot of it is just a, a sort of a uh, an illusion, a, a trick, you know, that I, you know, a, a very, very crude kitchen sink kind of trick, you know, like I just, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, I gotcha. Uh, I, I would, I would call of, it a, of- a talent more than a trick, but I, I understand what you're saying. You're, you're definitely, you're definitely like when, when I, when I started this podcast a couple of years ago, I read a lot about branding and one, and it just made me sick. The idea of like, you know, tell me I can't, I can't fucking swear or, uh, you got to have a brand and the idea of conformity just kind of turns my stomach. You you've definitely not conformed to anything. You make music your own way. There's not many artists who are Trump supporters. Um, you know, uh, the ultimate yeah, punk rockers. I'm a, I'm a painter. I'm, I'm not, I'm a visual artist first in my mind. So, so, so that's what I was raised to believe. I didn't, I, I wasn't raised 
as a musician. I mean, my, my being a musician was more or less a, an about face on the expectation that I should continue doing visual work, uh, which was my sort of, you know, I, I guess it was, it was what I got, uh, you know, I, I had a, I was, when I was, a, when I was in elementary school, like I, I was just known as like the, the artist. And, and of course it's something that I, that I, that I needed to believe that I got really good at it. I mean, and, and I, you know, I, I definitely had a talent for that, but I, I, uh, I was, I had nothing to draw. I mean, I, I, after a certain point I was, it was just, a, it was like, you know, kind of too easy. And, uh, and it was also kind of, uh, not my passion, uh, in terms of, uh, what I was interested in, but I had the talent and I sort of had internalized this idea that I was an artist because it's kind of like, you know, I mean, it's the, probably the first thing that my parents told me was like, oh, yeah, you're a great artist at three years old. I'm just like, fucking, yeah, that's what I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get, I mean, I just, I just bought it. I just bought it. it was, so, so, uh, so in a sense, uh, I have this, this very precocious artistic, um, you know, sort of underlying ego or whatever, my, my identity or whatever. And, and, it was never good enough for me to just sort of do that. I never, I didn't like it. I didn't, I, I didn't think that it had anything really to do with what my abilities as an artist had nothing to do with, with my art. It was all about uh, what I want to do. So, so mm -hmm. what I wanted to do at any given moment was never was what I was supposed to do. And, uh, and I learned to sort of uh, trust myself above all else in these matters. And I basically forged my own path and, and saw, yeah, I sure did. saw everything, saw, saw everything before it happened a million years before everybody else saw it and, and acknowledged it. And, and it was, by then it was, it was old news to me, but, 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 but if you just met me like, you know, when I was like 15, I mean, I, 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 I would have, I would have, you would have been looking at somebody that you would have felt sorry for probably, but in my mind, I had, you were in the, you know, I, I had, I, I had very, very grandiose and, uh, very, uh, I was very, very, uh, just up in myself and just in my own mind and completely convinced that I was, you know, that, that, that people just were, did not know that they were in the midst of, you know, in, 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 in I, I was just, I, wow. it, was, it was a really, I, I was, I was, I was, I had nothing to show for it, but I was completely like, just, you know, like just full of myself. And, well, that's, and, that's and, very, and, that's very honest of you. So, so th I, I was going to ask if I'm, if I'm definitely, success, I'm definitely uh, surprised you, but it's, it sounds uh, like you, you were expecting to become successful. Well, I was already in my mind. I was, I, first of all, I, in going, in going with music, I was, I was, it was never about, being successful obviously it was i i didn't need to be acknowledged and, and in fact that my interests were, were 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 bands and music and and that was just the i think there's something very populist there's something about me that basically uh, my i think i think i, I felt special as a, as an artist as a, when i was growing up so it was kind of a hitch and my and my my mission in life was to basically humble myself and do something that everybody else did and be a normal person in the on the in, the in the planet and so so music was something that like is kind of like this thing that's a cultural like you know, you know people people from all cultures do it and it's it has nothing to do with uh with with, with careers or anything like that and it's a basically a, a becomes a you know i mean 
you, you don't make money doing it. It, it, it. My favorite musicians were all basically unknown for better, for lack, for better or worse. You know, I mean, they, they, whatever fame they had at one time had, 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 had come and gone. And, you know, basically it, it was, it, for me, it was something that like, you know, those, those were my heroes. I, I didn't need to have Picasso or any of these famous people as heroes. I liked, uh, you know, the, the, the members of can, you know, uh, in Germany, you know, just like they could be your next door neighbor. And, and so, uh, the Beatles, I think really did that, you know, brought, brought it to everybody in a weird way. And so, uh, I wanted to, to be, I, I just wanted to do it. And I didn't, and I knew that I wasn't going to be successful at it. And that was, so that was the, the that was my starting point. So, so the, the success part and the career part was a complete, uh, uh, unexpected uh, surprise. I, I I expected to never make it, and just to do something, uh, uh, just to be making music while I, you know, kept down another job somewhere at like a record store or something like that for the rest of my life. That was that was what I was thinking at the time. Wow, man, you you're an interesting guy, really interesting. Um, I I I read um that you stopped listening to popular music when grunge emerged. So I wanted to ask you about that. My my favorite eras of music are the are the seventies and the nineties. What is it about quote grunge music that that turned you off? Well, wh- what I mean by that is that um, I stopped uh, being interested in progress and culture uh, as as it was you know popular music, popular culture as it was as it was around me you know like developing at the time. I I I was not into. I mean, it's been. I'm into popular music from many eras, but rarely am I into into it from the era that's that's happening right now. Like I, I, I can, I can appreciate it later. I'll, I'll appreciate the early 2000s eventually. But, uh, but it took me a while to even, you know, grunge was happening, and and I didn't, I, I didn't identify with those movements. I didn't identify myself as being a part of a scene or anything like i i hated oh see it's the conformity thing you didn't like the scene yes okay. I, I i saw i thought of myself as a complete i for lack of a better term i, I was i was a i was a columbine kid i felt completely alienated from society and music uh you know as i as i uh sort of appreciated it and 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 experienced it was a was basically my identity and my sort of like it was my knowledge base so so i i i was into the history of music and i i I pursued it as a fan of you know but also as a uh as something that you know like i felt like i had this 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 uh wellspring of knowledge that 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 might might actually it was kind of my my uh is my phallus, you know, it was like, it was my, my, my red car is my compensation. I suppose, you know, for, for being a, a little, a little, uh, 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 you know, a, a wiry, little fucking twerp, you know what I'm saying? Like I had, I loved, I, I loved metal, you know what I'm saying? Like I was, uh-huh. when I was younger, that was obviously, you know, that was being mean, heavy. All those things were, were obviously compensating for not being those things. Gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, so so, but I eventually like moved on from uh, from metal to uh, to uh, to different different types of things, and, and, and so I, I got into golf, you know, yeah. death rock. I can see that experimental noise noise and all these. These were all things that like basically like you know even bad music. Like I mean like eventually like it's like I wanted to appreciate the things that I only appreciate the things that I wanted to do something that nobody else 
I wanted everybody to hate my shit. You know, like I wanted to do something <laughs> that was. Just, I wanted to do something that nobody liked, even the people yeah. that like that 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 like things that nobody likes. Like I, I, I wanted them <laughs> to not. I, I wanted to be completely middle of the road, so like I, nobody noticed me at all, and I wanted to have a completely different value system than any. I didn't want to be be held to the same uh, uh, sort of uh, the same scale as anybody else. I didn't yeah. want. I want. I didn't want. I didn't want to be subject to the same rules. Well, that yeah. was that was my that was my way of getting around that. And so so that's what I've been doing. And 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 uh, I I feel like I I, I developed. I always say that I developed sideways. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in progress or getting better at what I do, blah, blah, blah. Like I just, I'm, I'm going off to the right or to the, yeah, literally to the right. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I kind of like see myself as like, you know, I, I don't believe in like, you know, uh, uh, grading systems and, you know, and, and, and any kind of anybody putting a, uh, a price on, on how much I'm, 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 I'm worse based on on my abilities or or, or my my development as an artist. In, right. In, in any sense. Well, you're you're so. definitely a, a counter culture guy, and you know, back in the days of punk rock, that's what it was all about was being counter culture. But you would probably not even identify with that because you're so counter culture, you wouldn't want to be associated with that. But speaking of di- actually, kind of disappearing, go on. I'm a liberal man. I mean, I'm 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 actually a dot. I'm as I'm as liberal. As you, as anybody, you're likely to meet. I mean, I was raised in California my entire life. I still live here. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know anybody, any Republicans. I, I'm, I've been, I'm as, I'm on, I'm all into free speech. I mean, the old, the old version of liberal that I was raised with was Liberty. a, uh, yeah. was, it was, it was all about, you know, letting. I, I support Madonna straddling, you know, a, a bed on stage. You know what I'm Liberty. saying? You're, ta- you're talking I, about, I, I, you're talking about liberty. You're talking about freedom, freedom of choice. Yeah. Freedom of speech, freedom of choice. Yes. I mean, those, 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 the freedom to choose and the freedom mm-hmm. to like say any ridiculous thing that you want to in an interview uh, without having it, um, without having to worry that it'll uh, actually kind of like shoot you in the, in the ass because yeah. I'm with words you there, are 100%. Words. Yes, I, I'm with you on both but, of those statements, 100%. And I know that, that's, that's exactly what, like, what, you know, I, they trapped me. I mean, they basically used my, my uh, history of basically speaking very, off the cuff and and just basically not not really caring about what what I'm saying. I mean, I, I mean, I really you know when I when I the only way to do these interviews and to 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 to, to not not basically drive yourself crazy and and, and, and sound like a fucking uh, uh, like a tool to yourself. You know, doing re- repeating talking points and just you know telling the same story over and over again. The only way to do it is to just sort of to, to turn it into a a project and to just sort of like, you know, just talk and just, just to be completely candid to everybody. I mean, you don't want to reveal everything, right. but you gotta, you gotta like, you don't want to repeat yourself and you want to, you want, you, you don't want to leave it to the interviewers because they ask the same questions every time. It's like, you just read the question that you're asking me that like, well, you don't, you, you don't really want to know who I am. You just want to basically hear me say the same thing that you, that somebody else asked. And so, so it's, 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 it's almost, uh, it's almost, a degrading to even be 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 part of this whole machine in, in this in the sense it really insults your your sense of uh you know it's like there's a sense that like you know nobody's really interested in in who you are ariel nobody's really interested in 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 finding out where where this comes from or who you are you, you know they, they're just interested in 
in and I and I love that. I mean that that's that's I respect that because I'm I've got a private life and I've got a family life and don't I'm not it's my job to not let you into that to that. You know, it's like it's a it's an interviewer's job to sort of like get it out of me and to get that information to get the real story. But I I'm it's my job to sort of deflect and to sort of just kind of like run my mouth and and uh and 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 hide. <laughs> So, right. so, so, an, so an interviewer, uh, so an interviewer, uh, uh, who gets the story. So I, I, I you know, I've, I've definitely like, you know, like definitely, um, let myself out there a little bit too much, I think, and, and opened my mouth a little bit too much and been too sort of, I've leaned a little bit too much on, on the, the, you know, taking it for granted, I suppose that, 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 that the stuff that, 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 that Liberty and all that kind of stuff would, uh, would ever be, uh, in threat. I just didn't know, you know, I, I didn't realize how close to tyranny we were. And, uh, and I, and I used my speech as a litmus test for the health of my country. And the fact that I can actually have a little career for myself, it's just incredible. I mean, I, I, mean, I there's no, I, I'm, 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 if I can make it, then anybody can. And if you, I mean, that's, that's the reality is that that's what's, that's what it couldn't happen in Europe. It couldn't happen anywhere else. Um, so well, there's there's no doubt that liberty is is under attack right now, and and I I appreciate it as someone who I value free speech above all things. I appreciate that you took a stand, like you weren't even, you weren't necessarily taking a stand for a politician. You're taking a stand for a principle, and I appreciate that. And you 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 risked a lot, and they they made an example of you, and it's it's really gross. It's really gross, but you're gonna bounce back. I, I understand. The name of your new project is um, something uh, Ariel Pink's Dark Corner. What is it? What's it called? Dark Side. Dark, Dark Side. Side. That that that's an that title right there entices me. I want to know what that's all about. So I look forward to when that comes out. Um, <laughs> are you doing that on your own? Have you gotten a new label? What's what's going on there? No. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. Well, I'm I'm still canceled, so so there's no there's no chance of me. Uh, nobody's touching me. I mean, like people, people, everybody, everybody I know ran for the hills. I mean, I mean, so embarrassing. It, it's 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 pathetic. But but I'm but I'm, I'm I don't harbor any hate for anybody. I just think that like I I really, you know, I mean, it's just it's really it's really sad and and I. But if I, I if the I, music I, industry can't stand up for. for freedom of speech like what uh, what point have we have we reached like the, music is all about free expression it, it, it's it's pathetic okay yeah. I, mean, I mean i mean if you want you, I, I don't want to get like get upset and, and 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 get you know i mean ultimately you know i mean it's not it's not just the music industry it's it's, it's people that like you know i it, it it's it hurts when when you know the people that like you know you respected and that you were loyal to, that you grew up with, and that you know you 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 sort of like you know you you went to task for, and you fucking like helped helped bring up and and that you respect and that you look up to sometimes, and that you believe are completely just you know I I was just very very I I, I had built something for myself I, I I knew lots of people being in the industry and uh and I was uh. I was, uh, I felt, I felt appreciated, felt respected, um, felt safe. And I felt like I could actually like, you know, I could actually 
teach. I could, at the very least, I could actually kind of like, you know, I could, I could be a good manager for, for, for up and coming bands or anything. And I, I feel like I had a good, good grasp on all that stuff, but it was all, it was all, I couldn't believe how quickly and, and, and totally people turned their backs on me. Um, yep. You learn a lot and, about and, and, people and, when, when times get tough. Yeah. I've learned so much about the people around me in the past couple of years. Like you, you don't know, you don't know someone until, until times are tough and they, and they have to take a stand. It's, it's disappointing. And, and, and you know what? And, and they didn't really, but what's, it's just, it's what's, it's, it, it's weird though, because it's, I don't think there's in any other era, in any other time, in any other place. I, I believe that like, uh, that that there would be people that like basically were ride or die with me and they basically would be would be that there would be some people in the industry that would actually kind of come forward and you know basically come to my defense and basically say we stand with ariel uh he's he didn't do anything uh, uh, we, 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 he's not a rapist. He's not a, a pedophile. He's not a fucking white Nazi. He's not, not, not any of these things, not an insurrectionist, not a, uh, he's, he's, he just was being himself. He's, he's basically just, uh, he's uh, the bad publicity is, is one thing, but like, you know, that's, uh, uh, you, you cannot believe what people about people you, you there's there's due process and there's if there's if, if you even charge for it with anything it would be one thing not even charged with anything it's just basically they just they just made up something out of whole cloth to silence me so so it's it, it's a whole it's a whole system that's been set up to undermine you know the legal system and every every aspect of this nation that basically like you know helps it operate smoothly and and that's 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 a very, very uh, intentional effort, and and the only thing that I have in common with Trump and Alex Jones and uh, uh, and 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 all these other people is uh is that we're, we we were silenced, we were we were we were t- deplatformed for for not not for expressing ourselves, but for expressing a specific thing. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, and, and, and that is when, when, when people are like getting behind silencing people for saying stuff, I mean, I mean, you know, and it's just, uh, who are you? I mean, like what, 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 what is this? You guys really believe that, that we had to, uh, that, that, that Donald Trump was a, was as big a threat as, as, as they made him out to be. It's like, no, he, 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 we, we were doing, he was obviously was not tanking the country until, until the, pan, the pandemic came along, and uh, uh, and that was used as a as a way to sort of just basically uh, 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 usurp authority for the moment and basically push push another agenda forward and 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 tank all all any, any kind of uh, any kind of rights in this country. I mean, basically, it, it, it was it's it's just a gross, and it's still going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I, I, sure I, I hope you don't get, I hope you don't get, I hope they don't deplatform de- you for, for spreading misinformation from, you know, that's, right. that's what I'm, it's, it's a real, it's a very, very real thing. And it's, no, absolutely. And it's not, it's, and, and, and just for even, I mean, they, they will make stuff up out of whole cloth and they will not retract it. And they are just lying through their teeth because, because the reality is 
and anybody that basically it's, I'm not a partisan. I'm as liberal as they come. I'm as liberal as they come. I mean, I'm, I'm pure California, man. Like, I mean, I've been here my entire life. Um, there, this is not Democrats. This is not liberal. These, these people, everybody that is, that, that is, is, is against the, you know, that, that thing that hates the Republicans as much as, you know, there's bad Republicans as much as there's, it's like, no, dude, there's this, to me, it's, it's so simple, man. Like there's, you're, you, you are, you are not, you are for the machine that is basically, that has taken over this country and it's not, it's designed to, to destroy it and you know it, you don't want it to work. There's every, there's nothing to suggest that this is a, a, uh, uh, just uh, capitalism, the, the, the result of capitalism gone amok. It's not that. I think that there's, there, there, there's always been corruption in, in places, but I think that this is, a, this is a different agenda, and we're, we're somehow in the way of a, of a plan that needs they're to be sort of They're like, power-hungry uh, monsters, and they're, they're going to stomp on anyone who gets in their way. Yeah. At, absolutely. And, and, but, I, but I also believe that, like, the, that there's, it's not as... Um, I I I think that the power is 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 more of a phantom than it is a, a reality. I think that like you know, there in reality there's there's nobody canceling me. There's no nobody's actually putting a gun to anybody's head. Mexican Summer did not have to have to uh, drop me for any reason. They could have defended themselves and said, "Oh yeah, we know Ariel. He's a fucking good guy." Uh, but let's say we just talked to him. It's, this is bullshit. But instead, they just they took the easy road. Because exactly. they just wanted to avoid, they, they avoid, they want to avoid losing followers on Instagram. That's yep. all it is. I mean, and, and, and when it comes down to it, it's a very, very simple dynamic. And, and, and the people that like, there's, there's no canceling monster there. You know, there's nobody that's actually canceling. It's just a bunch of people just, that are basically not acting. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're not acting. They're, they're, they're standing back and being they're like, I don't know how this works. Uh, he, it's just the way it no, works. You're, no, you're right about that. You are absolutely right about that. There's, there's nobody forcing any of this. It's people caving to pressure because they don't want to take a chance that they might be next. Right? They don't Me- want to take the chance to lo- losing their followers. That's yeah. all it is. It's, I mean, they, they, they're getting a bad Yelp review. It's, 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 it's as simple and dumb as that. That's, what, yeah. that's what's driving Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Yep. Well, we've, that's been an hour. I, I really appreciate you. I, I appreciate what you're going through. I appreciate your music. I appreciate what a interesting dude you are. I actually saw you at Coachella in 2007. We didn't even get to talk about oh. that. That was an interesting <laughs> situation that's there. That's amazing. Yeah. The Coachella um, meltdown. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was some real rock star shit right there, but uh, yeah. that was interesting. Um, Thanks, man. So maybe we'll have you on some other time, maybe after after you put out this next album. I can't wait to hear it. Thanks a lot for joining. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.
Let out the 